Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today I'm speaking with my guest, Dr. Marlene Siegel. We're going to be talking about functional medicine for your fur babies, not your parents' traditional veterinary medicine. Dr. Siegel has been practicing veterinary medicine for nearly 40 years and pioneering integrated veterinary medicine for nearly 20 years. Her practice in Lutz, Florida has the widest array of alternative services in the country. I met Dr. Siegel at a conference on photodynamic therapy and laser therapy, and I was incredibly impressed by her breadth of knowledge and the tools that she uses to treat animals. So please enjoy our conversation today. Welcome, Dr. Siegel. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Well, I am super excited to be with you. Thank you. Well, we met, um, I think, in the beginning of this year. We're already recording this here. It is April of 2020. And um, when I met you, I felt like I've known you forever. So it's just so fun to have this conversation today. And you're really the first um, vet um, that I've had on my podcast. And I think this is such um, a wonderful um, podcast to share information because so many of our patients in our community have pets and they've do- they've div- dove into their own health in the alternative functional integrative world. But when it comes to their pets, um, they're they're always looking for resources and people who are like minded. And they actually, I, it's it's funny, uh, Doctor Siegel. We actually get asked a lot when I'm. Um, communicating with my patients, you know, is this okay to do for my dog or my cat or what should I do? So I I just think this is so wonderful to share this information today. And that's funny because my clients will ask me, can I do that on myself? (laughs) So, So they're taking the same information for their pet and they go, oh my gosh, my pet eats better than me. My pet's living better than me. Can I do those therapies? So yeah, I think it's all part of that full circle where they are teaching us and and we are listening. It's a great thing. I love it. I love it. We're bridging the worlds today. And, you know, when I was sitting in your lecture, when we were at the ISLA conference, um, for those of you who are listening, uh, Dr. Siegel has this wonderful integrative functional veterinary medicine practice in Florida. And she does all the things that we do at Sophia. She does photodynamic therapy and lymph drainage and ozone and acupuncture. And, you know, of course, um, integrated with um, veterinary medicine and I just was so amazed in uh, your success rates and your stories and your case studies were so inspiring so it was just um, just a joy to see you bringing all these tools um, to the, to the animals uh, thank you it was a lot of fun to share that well let's just dive in so um, for people who might be new to this topic how would you say functional or integrative veterinary medicine really differs from our traditional veterinary medicine today That's a fantastic way to move into this. So the biggest difference for me is that when I'm working a case up, I'm not looking so much at the symptom and chasing the symptom down, which is what our traditional training teaches us to do. They want you to name it, then blame it, and then have a treatment for it, whether it's a pill for the ill or a diet for the disease. In the work that you and I do, we are looking at the root cause of that problem. What is it that went wrong in the metabolism or in the biology of the body that is now leading to this symptom? And that's what I do. I go all the way back to the beginning with my clients and my patients. So my clients are the two-legged ones and my patients are the four-legged and fur and feathered ones. And I help them to find all those areas that contributed to the problem so that we can fix it. 
Mm-hmm. So really root cause medicine that we're both really passionate about. That's that's wonderful. And you, through your experience, Dr. Siegel, how, how long have you been practicing medicine now? I am coming up to 40 years, and over 20 of them have been in integrated medicine. Wow. So you're speaking from such um, a depth of wisdom and experience. And over the years, you've obviously developed your framework, and you have a six-step approach to health and healing. Can you walk us through what that is? I would love to. Thank you for asking. So step number one is we have to stop polluting the body. And I know that sounds so obvious. But I'm talking the food that we feed, the water that we drink, the environment that we live in. So I really walk my clients through understanding what a species-appropriate diet is. And a species-appropriate diet is what that animal would eat if they were in the wild. We've all watched National Geographic. We've all watched, well, not all of us, the older ones of us have watched Marlon Perkins' Wild Kingdom. And these wild animals, they're carnivores. When they got hungry, they would hunt at dawn and dusk. They would go out and they would kill something to eat. And they ate it in the state that they killed it in. They didn't drag it to a kibble processor. They didn't stuff it in a can and add preservatives so that it would take them through the wintertime. So there's all these reasons why they have to eat their biological diet. It's sustainable. That's what they were designed to eat. So I help people to understand what that is and then direct them. I really had a very hard time finding a species appropriate diet that met my standards, which is a little higher than the average because the healthy animal, just like a healthy person, can endure intermittent problems, intermittent indiscretions in what you're eating. But I deal with the sickest of the sick. And these guys cannot tolerate any more toxins coming into their bodies. So they really do need a sustainable diet in the form that they can best utilize it. So I had to go out and actually make my own raw food company in order to provide that. That's going really fun and well. And then so that number one was was looking at the diet. Mm -hmm. And I just want to share um, a moment because you've created this beautiful line. Can you just share with our listeners what that line is so people can look that up? The website is evoloveraw.com, and it's love spelled forwards and backwards. So E-V-O-L-O-E-E. <laughs> it was all very divine. I, I won't even take full credit for that because everything was handed to me when I got, and I think this is a good time to introduce this. When we reach a point in our lives where we have a lot of angst, frustration, we're getting blocked doors, we just seem to not be able to move forward, that's usually the universe giving us a hint that we need to back up and find another route. And that's what actually pushed me into making my own raw food was because I couldn't get a company to make a decent product. They either added synthetic vitamins and minerals or it wasn't organic or they adulterated it. They started out good and then they added something without telling anybody. And it was just really frustrating. Their excuse was money. People won't pay for a quality product. Well, let me tell you, I made the quality product and I am cost competitive with everything that's out there in the market. And we're hands down the most superior product out there. And I'm not saying that because it's mine. It's because I didn't compromise anything. And so it is cost effective and is affordable. We just have to make those choices. Oh, well, I'm so glad you followed, um, you know, your heart and your intuition. And I know that was probably not a small undertaking at all, but really rewarding. 
It was. And everything that I needed, because I, I, I looked to the divine and I said, okay, if you're going to make me do this, then I need some support. And within two weeks, every person that I needed, I met in order to make this product. It was really remarkable. So step number one in the process of stopping the pollution, we look at food. Water's the next area. And I know you guys are really good on talking about water, but we want to have a super well-filtered water that doesn't have heavy metals, glyphosate, and all the chemicals in there. And it needs to be structured so it's the right molecular size to be able to be utilized by the body. And my preference is that it actually has molecular hydrogen. So I have a couple different products that if anybody is interested, they can contact me afterwards and we can talk about the pros and cons and find the system that works best. But irregardless, got to have good water, right? And um, I'm so glad you brought this up because I, I did that summit, um, the Body Electric Summit, and I interviewed a bunch of people about water. And I, I came to that same conclusion that we have to get the toxicity out of the water and then we need to you know, structure the water, ideally, potentially add some hydrogen. And then, of course, the healthier water is low in deuterium. So it's just, um, no, I love that you um, put that all together so succinctly. And again, as people are listening, um, this is not only applicable, of course, for your um, animals, but this is so applicable to, you know, what we um, share with patients as well. A lot of people tell me that, oh, I'm drinking filtered water. Well, where's it come from? The refrigerator. <laughs> Guys, that does not hack it. That's only filtering out your chlorine and your iron, and it's not taking out your chemicals. And then they'll say, well, I buy bottled water. Well, yeah, but it's got 24,000 chemicals just from the plastic that it's in, and you really still don't know the source of the water. Absolutely, hands down, if, if I had to say what is the number one and number two things, what you eat and what you drink. They're just hands down the most important two. So that's something I really want to encourage people to do. And remember, it's not just what you're drinking. It's what you're cooking in as well. So if you're making teas or you're boiling soups or whatever you're using water for in your cooking, if you're getting it out of the tap, you're getting literally over 65,000 synthetic chemicals, toxins, carcinogens in your tap water. It's not being filtered out by your counties. Very, very important. Number three, that's all. We're, we're still in stopping the pollution. We haven't even got past level one yet, but this is so important. So we talk about the household, everything that's inside your house from your air quality, making sure that you don't have mold, that you don't have volatile organic compounds being emitted from products that have formaldehyde and fire retardants in them. That could be your clothing. If you go out and buy a lot of clothing and you put it in your closet without airing it out, you may not realize how many volatile organic compounds you're releasing and breathing air mattress, bed mattresses and all the sheets and stuff, all that's really important. That's your air quality. And I think everybody should have some kind of air filtration in their home. Even if they can reduce the mold and, and everything else, you still should have something cleaning the air in your home. The other part is what you clean your house with. I encourage people to go underneath your cabinets and pull out all your cleaning supplies. Start reading that and you cannot pronounce them, you should not be using them. What you right? Um, your laundry detergents need to be organic, so important. Uh, we have something touching our skin 24-7. Even if you live in a nudist colony, you're going to be laying on your sheets at some point, right? So you've got to be cognizant that your skin is the largest organ of absorption and excretion. Well, our pets are laying on our beds, they're laying on our laps, they're 
touching our clothing. So they are still exposed to those same things that we are. And those xenoestrogens that are in all of our detergents and shampoos and conditioners, everything that makes it last for 20 years on your shelf, very, very bad. I encourage my owners to do the do-it-yourself systems, you know, where they just learn recipes. We provide a ton of recipes for them. Castile soap, uh, vinegar, water. Of course, we use our acid water, which is the hypochlorous acid water. And I know you have a company. One of our water machines makes hypochlorous acid water. So that's our number one cleaning water. Absolutely. It's great. And and so, so our indoor environment, everything that you breathe or that touches your skin. We go through all of that. We look at outdoors, trying not to spray any chemicals outdoors. I eat my weeds. So I have an entire yard in. My, I have a food forest growing around my house, literally. And so I don't spray any chemicals. I actually let my weeds grow. If I have to pull something out, I hand pull it. But the outdoor environment that your pets are walking in that in those grasses, you've got to be aware of what they're contacting because they absorb so many chemicals outside. Then the EMF that's in the household. So you want to make sure that you test. You cannot look at your house and know what you have. You have to look at your routers, your phones, your Wi-Fi, your computers, any smart appliances, get rid of them. Do not let 5G in your house you know, everything that you can do to mitigate it. So once you test what you have in the way of toxicity, then you have the ability to mitigate that. And there are several companies that I recommend that have great mitigation systems. Sometimes it's just moving away from it or unplugging it. Sometimes it's as simple as that. Like I'm hardwired right now while I'm talking to you and my Wi-Fi is off. Difference. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, this is such an important recommendation. And um, please feel free to share um, products or resources. People ask about this all the time. And I'm always trying to educate myself and learn about the best technology out there. So if you have anything to share, please, please do. I didn't pull the websites up in front of me, so I don't have them. But if anybody wants to email me, you can email me at it's Pasco Veterinary Medical Center Initial. So P like in Paul, V like in Victor, M like in Mary, C like in Cat. The number four, the letter U at PascoVet.com. So if if you have a way of posting that, and that way, because I do have several companies, and sometimes it's it's figuring out which one is the best for you. So I don't go with just necessarily one company, but I go with the one that's going to be best for the individual, whether that's based on price or whatever that product is. We want to tailor it right to that individual. The last area in stopping the pollution is getting rid of the ants that live in our brain. And those stand for the automatic negative thoughts. Now, Doc, you know that this is probably as important as anything else, because when we have negative thoughts, we produce these neurochemicals that are then released and they go and communicate with our DNA, with our microbiome, which then communicates with the mitochondria. So all of this information is being transmitted. It's not just that you had a negative thought, you're sending signals. Why is that important to the pets? It's because they entrain to your energy. So if you are angry, frustrated, super depressed, if you are in any kind of a negative state, who comes over to you and says, I love you unconditionally and I'm going to make that burden a little less? Our pets, 
right? Your cats, your dogs, they come up and they snuggle next to you. And without even thinking, we tend, no matter how bad we feel, we put our hand out and we touch them. And when we do that, there is this instant ability to feel better. You could do it in nature. You can go out and hug a tree or touch your plants and you can get that same energy. But we're using these individuals. They're coming to us helping to lessen the burden, the heaviness and the despair that we feel in this heavy fifth dimension. So it's a really good thing. And I'm not telling people that you're making your animals sick. Absolutely not. The animals come here to be in support of us and help us and teach us. We just need to be paying more attention to what they're teaching us. Number one is unconditional love. (laughs) If they didn't get anything else, that would be a a home run right there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a beautiful reminder. So that was all step number one. You're stopping the pollution in the food, the water, the environments, indoors, outdoors, the EMF, and the ants in our brains. The second part is to make sure all the essential nutrients are in their diet. So we know our food's been nutrient depleted since the 1930s. Our government has tons of information on that. We are talking about the essential nutrients that the body cannot produce on its own. You have to eat them. So I've uh, worked with a company to develop a a product that has not only all the essential vitamins and minerals, but also an additional superfood line in there as well. And it just comes as a powder. It, it's on the Evo Love website, evoloveraw.com. You can see all these products. So the ability to provide the essential vitamins, minerals, and fatty acids, without a doubt, is critical for these animals to heal because these are the elements that run the biochemical pathways. Now, the average person doesn't sit there and think about what they're eating and what it's doing to their body, but food does not go miraculously from your lips to your hips. There is a process of how that has to break down, and those nutrients are then absorbed in a particular manner so that they can be plugged into these different metabolic pathways to aid in repair, regeneration, detoxification, whatever it is the body needs to do. So that's number two, making sure all the essential nutrients are there. Number three is heal the gut. You have to heal those leaky membranes. And I talk even past just the GI tract. It's the kidneys, it's the brain, it's all the membranes that can become leaky due to inflammation. We know glyphosate's one of the biggest incriminators for causing that inflammation. So we have products that help to mitigate that. The one product that I, I will mention this one by name, and it's on my website, is uh, used to be called Restore. It's now Ion Gut. And they make a special product for animals specific. And you can find the link on my evoloveraw.com. That is critical for helping to repair the tight junctions and to restore the communication network between the microbiome and the mitochondria. They have to talk to each other. When they don't talk to each other, we see dis-ease. Number four, and this is my favorite area, is detoxification. We have six organs of elimination, and so do our pets. The kidney, the colon, the lungs, the liver, the lymphatics, and the skin. I don't know about you, but I think we are going to agree that the lymphatics and the liver are the most important. They're all important, and then we do work in all of them. 
but the liver and the lymphatics are so important because they have so much to do. They have so many jobs that they're in charge of. And something that many, many veterinarians do not pay attention to, and a lot of MDs don't either, is when liver enzymes are low. We're all taught when they're high, there's a problem, but when they're low, it's telling us that that organ is just not able to function well. It's just almost not able to do its job. So big, big thing, if you ever have a veterinarian look at lab work for your animal, you want to know what normals are. Labs have now lowered the, the normal range down to almost 20. That is extremely abnormal. They need to be, the liver enzymes need to be in the mid 40s to the 80s. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you put that for humans. You know, Dr. Klingard has always taught me um, with the AST and ALT, if they're in like the, you know, under 10 or in the um, teens, you know, that's a low vitality in the liver. And so, um, you know, we have different reference ranges for humans, but we, we see that same thing. And I, I can't agree with you more. I feel like I'm talking about lymph and bile. <laughs> Those two systems, I think, get people, you know, so much better. So we're, we're in alignment. Oh, I love it. And I will be, we almost launched now, but because of the whole COVID crisis, we pulled back a little bit to let the world come back into normal. But I am launching detox centers for pets and their parents. They will be worldwide. And they will be places that you can go and get the same detox protocols that I'm doing here in my office for my patients they're going to be available worldwide. And the reason, yeah, the reason that came about was because I'm doing consults with people all over the country. And yet when I tell them, here are the things that you need to do to go through your detoxification, they don't have access to anything. So I think up on that even more because I, I agree a big part of our work at Sophia is, um, you know, of course, giving people protocols, but it's really, as you know, um, these detoxification therapies over time that get people better, right? And so when, um, when people are at Sophia, they have this wonderful experience. And then when they go home, we try to really organize and have them try to find these, um, you know, the lymphatic drainage person, the colon colonic person, you know, the IV person, and, you know, to have them all under one roof, like what a brilliant and much needed idea. Absolutely, because otherwise people are cherry picking. They find one thing, but then they don't have access to the other things. When I have veterinarians call me and say, oh, oh I have ozone, but I'm not getting results like you, it's because they don't have the whole package put together. It'd be like saying, I'm going to put all the best toys and equipment and resources into my car, but I'm not going to put gasoline in it. Well, the car is not going to run, right? You have to have everything together because they work together as a system. Even though medicine has become very broken down and isolated, you have your eye doctor, you have your ear doctor, you have your kidney doctor, your liver doctor. And, and that's great that they become a specialist in that. But at the end of the day, there's a whole organism there. <laughs> you have to put it all together because the organism talks to itself. And if you don't put it all together, then the organism can't thrive the way it was biologically designed to thrive. So we just have to put all that together in a way that people have access to it. So these therapy centers are going to be absolutely magnificent because the pet parents can go in there with their pets. And yeah, they'll receive a lot of the uh, therapies themselves. So one example is we have a salt booth. And I know there's salt booths popping up all over the place, but a lot of salt booths or salt rooms don't let animals come in for whatever reason. 
Well, in our salt booth, mom and dad or whoever can fit <laughs> goes in there with their pet. So I have a dog right now that we're treating that has mammary cancer and the mammary cancer is kind of open and ulcerated. So in addition to putting her in the salt booth for her lungs, because we want to clean the respiratory tract and oxygenate better, we also had her laying on her back so that the salt was just falling right on that, the cancer and helping to desiccate it, just dry it out. It's, it's phenomenal for its antiviral, antibacterial properties. So just that was just one example. So that was number four is detoxification of all organs of elimination. Number five, it's all about the mitochondria. And we're working our way there. So the mitochondria we know are the powerhouses of the cells. We are 100 to 1 more mitochondria than we are human cells. We are absolutely reliant on these guys to be able to produce the energy that runs our body. If we don't produce enough energy, our bodies cannot run these metabolic pathways and we're going to go in the wrong direction. We'll end up on the root end of the plant instead of above it. So we do a lot of things that we do are geared towards helping the mitochondria not only function better, but make more. That term is called mitochondrial biogenesis. I think it's just a cool word. We want to make the most mitochondria. We want to make them be the best that they can be and produce the most energy that they can be. So we have all the energy that we need to run our body. And then the last piece, which is really one of my favorite, is clearing the trapped emotions that are associated with whatever that dis-ease is. We forget <laughs> that there is a huge correlation between our emotions and our experience. I do believe, and, and there's lots of now documentaries there's a documentary called Emotions, which is available through foodmatters.com, fmtv.com. And there's another one, Heal, which went around recently, phenomenal. And both of those talk about the role that emotions play in our health or lack thereof. It really can go down a pretty deep rabbit hole. So it takes a, a more metaphysical person to really dive into this. But we find that when I can clear the trapped emotions, that the animal is carrying, always associated with the pet owner, by the way, then our ability to heal that animal logarithmically goes higher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that you do this with animals because we see this, of course, um, be very important um, for humans. And this is one of the things that um, often goes overlooked, uh, especially when dealing with a chronic illness. Um, for people who might be wondering, especially if they have an animal, um, what I mean, what modalities or what should people be looking for to see seek a practitioner who does this type of work with animals? Of course, I want them to be directed to you, but um, how can people, what should they look for? Is it the same kind of thing in uh, the animal world, like EFT or body code, or you know, what are some um, Googleable terms to find a practitioner who helps to release emotions for animals? I don't really know of a lot of other veterinarians that I've ever spoken to that really work in that realm. I really don't. I would love to recommend some. Uh, one of the things I've done, amongst the many different things, is I've, I've I'm going to launch at the end of this year. It is a webinar series for pet owners to be able to 
go through what we just did, but a little deeper so that they actually have the resources and more in depth on the different tools that we use. So they were going to be able to really be educated, whether they want to buy it for themselves, or they want to go to one of our therapy centers, at least they'll have the information and know what they're looking for and know what questions to ask. So that webinar will be released later this year. And then I have also developed a program it's a five-tier program for veterinarians, which will also be released at the same time. And that is to teach veterinarians what we just talked about, because it's not being taught out there. There is no resources. It took me 20 years of just clicking in a webinar, like I went to your webinar and I, I learned something new and I implement that. But it's 20 years of just seeking out answers that I knew had to be out there. In fact, the interesting part of all of this is I was a traditional practitioner. I was totally allopathic. I had no intention of even learning chiropractic work until my own horse had an injury and in that accident, she saved my daughter's life. That was my awakening. That was my push that said, I'm going to find a way to heal this horse. And I was told there was nothing anybody could do for her. I could either retire her at seven years of age as a show horse or I could put her down. And that was the impetus that said, no, I'm not going to accept that you don't have an answer. I will never, ever tell somebody there's nothing more I can do, ever. And I've kept to that promise for over 20 years now. And I will never do that, even if it's all I can offer, which is a lot, is quality of life and comfort. I still can do something. So never, ever, ever let somebody tell you there's nothing more that you can do. Go home, pack your bags, or just put your animal to sleep. No, that might be the ultimate end is that we're all going to leave. <laughs> we all have an exit plan from this, this world. None of us are going to be here forever. But we should live a thriving, vibrant life while we're here. And when it is our time, that transition should be a peaceful, beautiful transition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I think that I, I love your heart and your spirit and, you know, just, um, you know, how you practice. And I think having that intention, like look at your toolkit that you've developed, right? It's, it's amazing. And I'm so happy, Dr. Siegel, that you're turning your experience um, in this information to teach others, right? Because I think, um, you know, I, I definitely think that's the way that we create change, right? Um, and that's how we um, you know, through education and training and just that ripple effect that you are having in your own community and your profession. So um, do you find that uh, more and more, um, you know, vets are open to this or where do you, you know, because, you know, I'm a naturopathic doctor, so I'm in the world seeing conventional medical doctors, um, you know, become more open to functional medicine because their hands have been so tied and they don't have the tools that they want to address chronic illness. But do you feel like, how is it, um, in the veterinary world, are people wanting to open up or is it still far and few between? It, it is opening up. We are and the reason it's opening up is because the people are demanding it, which is, I think, the cool part. But there is a holistic veterinary medical association and they are moving definitely in the right direction. But for, I would say, over 90% of them, they are still practicing allopathic medicine with the holistic brand. In other words, they're still treating their patients, the symptoms, 
without really understanding the biology. That's where I am trying so hard to put out enough resources and education and inspire people to look at it differently. It's going to be a long time before the colleges change because they're funded by the pharmaceutical industries. They don't want people going out there and actually healing. They want to see these animals on chronic medications. As an example, Banfield Veterinary Hospitals, it's a big chain, is owned by MARS. Mars also owns a diagnostic lab, the largest in the veterinary industry. They also own Blue Pearl referral centers. So the animal goes to their veterinarian at the Banfield, and they're fed processed foods that, of course, Mars produces. And when they finally get so many illnesses that the regular veterinarian can't fix them, then they're referred to Blue Pearl mothership. <laughs> And same thing happens there. And they, they, they get all this same chemo, and but they never fix the root cause. They don't even talk to them about nutrition unless it's to put them on another processed, programmed food that still has corn in it, still has genetically modified corn. One of the products that they give to their cancer patients, it's a nutritional supplement when they're not eating. The number one ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Really? It's, so it's it's mind-boggling to me that they'll charge people three to five thousand dollars for these rounds of chemo and then send them home on a product that has high fructose corn syrup in it and leave them on processed foods, nutrient deficient. It's crazy. So pet owners are making a difference. Pet owners are demanding. They're tired of the same old, same old. They're tired of the relapses. They're tired of more drugs. And because of people like yourself and the great information that's out there on the human side, pet parents are wanting more for their animals. They're wanting something better. It's actually pretty cool that pet parents will do more for their pets than they will for themselves. Yes. Wow. And the ripple effect that I'm sure this is having on humans and hence, um, your brilliant idea of to pair, you know, um, the parents with the pets um, in your detoxification centers. I think that's just, you know, brilliant that the the pets are leading their owners to health, you know, and that's just what a wonderful full circle. And we need to keep going in that direction. I think that over time, with enough people becoming conscious or awakened, whatever term that you want to use, the ultimate goal is to have us be healthier, have our pets be healthier, but it's also going to make Mother Earth healthier because when my pet parents have to stop using the chemical pollutants to clean their home and to wash their laundry in, right there, they're reducing the burden that ultimately goes back to Mother Earth. The microbiome of Mother Earth will be destroyed in under 70 years, seven zero, if we don't start making changes. It is imperative. We won't have we won't even have this conversation because there won't be a world to have a conversation in. We have to start changing our lifestyles, our habits, and we have to live a lifestyle that is more sustainable for ourselves, for our pets, and for Mother Earth. And that means that we need to stop the chemicals, we need to stop the pollution, we need to start planting food, we need to start putting nourishment back into the earth, whether that's mulching and planting more food so that it can recycle and help the carbon cycle of the world. 
Everybody could plant trees. You could have a little earth box that you could put food in. It's a, it's huge. This morning I went out and picked microgreens. It was so fun. I just, I ate microgreens for breakfast along with my smoothie shake with my, my same pet fuel that I feed to my pets. I take it myself and my aminos. Oh, I was wondering if you could take those um, products for yourself. That's Oh, 100%. Yes. Every morning I have, I make my own cashew milk and my own almond milk. So I'll take that as my base and I put my pet fuel in there and I put my aminos in there and I take my fatty acids. And then because I have my garden, I'll throw in bananas or Suriname cherries or low whatever is blooming right now. I'm just, I feel like I'm going to turn into a mulberry because I'm eating so many mulberries and they're so amazing. So I throw all of that in there and that's my breakfast smoothie. So I have all my essential nutrients, my vitamins, minerals, aminos, and fatty acids. And then whatever else I want to put in there is just lovely. You know, I put goji berries in there. I put, uh, what else did I have in there this morning? It was so good. Um, Dates, fresh dates out of the garden. Just whatever you want to put in there, it doesn't matter. The most important thing is you've got to have the essentials in there. And then everything else healthy behind it. Of course, all organic. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. And uh, Dr. Siegel definitely walks her walk. And, um, you know, when I was uh, watching you speak, uh, you just radiate health. So I know this is, um, you know, I know this is working uh, for you on so many levels. And I, I think it's just such an important, um, you know, piece I, I always say, and I know this, you're, we're in alignment in that you know, when we, like, we're a microcosm of the macrocosm, right? So as we heal our bodies and our pets' bodies that, you know, we absolutely um, need to look and reflect on how this can have healing uh, for the planet and all the ways you just shared. And, you know, as we're recording this, we're in the middle of the COVID crisis and it um, brings us, you know, um, you know, just brings this reality just really more up close and personal um, to myself and I'm sure many people who are listening. And um, if you wanted to share, Dr. Dr. Siegel, maybe some, you know, tips or thoughts um, on how you're staying sane during this time or any words of wisdom for people to reflect on and use this opportunity uh, or this crisis rather as an opportunity in their lives. If you have any words of wisdom, I'm, I'm all ears. Oh, I'd love to. This is my favorite thing to talk about these days. So number one is we have to look inside us for answers and for the gifts Everything that happens to us, A, we created it somewhere on a, on a cosmic level. Just know that the only thing that you are responsible for is you and nobody can make you feel a certain way unless you allow it. So we are truly, when we take possession and ownership of our lives and responsible for our lives, that includes how we respond to things. You could respond in a bunch of fear and, and uh, doom and gloom, or you could respond with, wait a minute, I'm going to take a breath and realize that we, for the most part, everybody still has a roof over their head. No one's lost their homes. Everybody has utilities, water and electricity. Most people have food. There, there's not a shortage of food anywhere. You can order it online if you have to, but there's not a, a shortage of any resources, maybe toilet paper, but you could always use a towel and wash it, really. So it's not even a big deal, We have everything we need. What we've lost is our spirituality. We've lost our connection to why are we here? So this is what I do. Whenever something happens in my life, particularly ouchy ones, I take a minute to breathe and then I ask myself, why did I create that? Or or 
why am I experiencing this? What is the blessing, the gift? What can I take from this that will put me into a better place down the road? And I think if everybody just takes a moment to reflect on their lives, we've all had hardships, we've all had traumas in our lives, and if we have dealt with those, we can look back and say, wow, I'm a better person today for what I experienced, because that's what it is. It's an experience. And you learn from that, hopefully, in a positive way. So that's the very first thing I would have people to do, is just take an account of what do you actually have and realize you have everything you need. Now, what can you do internally? How can you go inside to find out your spiritualness? Now, one of the things you can do is just go quiet for 20 minutes. The average person cannot do that. The way you can do it is to play a mantra or a song, something that you'll sing along with it and just be totally present with that song. When you do that, your mind is totally occupied. You're now making a clean slate for your intuition to come in, for the God consciousness to actually talk to you, and you'll get answers then. So that's number one. It also puts you in a parasympathetic state. I love doing deep breathing, you know, the Winhoff method. I love that. So I'll do that. But make sure that, A, you're being responsible for your behavior. You just take ownership of it. You start looking for the blessings, and then you put yourself in a parasympathetic state. It's the only way you can put your body in a state of healing and detoxification. Remember, you're doing it for your pets, too, because they're going to entrain to you. There, we have a machine that we can sit in that helps to put you in a parasympathetic state, but you could do it through breathing exercises, you could do it through meditation, you could do it through walking or exercising. There's so many opportunities. EFT is another way to help, and I love EFT. So those are just step number one is you got to get into a good frame of mind. Then the second thing would be start becoming more independent of the world around you. Start growing some of your own food. It could be a a basil plant in your window. I don't care. But you can get little grow boxes and grow them on your porch. You can put them in your windowsill. But start growing something because it's the microbiome of the earth when we connect to it that actually feeds us. Very, very important that we replenish our microbiome which now takes us to number three, which is you got to eat healthy. This is not a time for us to go eat bonbons and little Debbies, right? This is the time for us to really take an account what makes your immune system strong so you're not susceptible to things around you. It's not the virus that's the bad guy. It's the fact that your immune system is horrid because you've damaged it through unconscious behavior, Now we need to be conscious about what we're eating. Everything that goes in your mouth should be a conscious, deliberate, intentional product and something that helps to nourish your microbiome. So eat some fermented foods. Great time to start learning how to make sauerkraut. You literally need three ingredients. You need cabbage, you need salt, and water. So how easy is that, right? And it's fun. So start doing more cooking. We make kefir as well as sauerkraut. And I encourage people to get good organic fermented foods in your body every day. You need to feed that microbiome. 
something like Restore or the Ion Gut to help repair the connection between the microbiome and your mitochondria, reduce that leaky junction. And then exercise. You've got to be getting out and doing something, whether it's yoga, whether it's walking or running or whatever you like to do. It's very, very important. When you want to take it to the next level, high-intensity exercise, really awesome for your body. But if you're not used to that, at least just start with some form of exercise. And it helps your sense of well-being. It produces a lot of good neurochemicals that make you feel good, make you happy. So that would be the next one. And then what else do I want to say? Um, detoxification. Start looking that you could do at home. You could take a magnesium bath. You could do coffee enemas. You could do uh, salt. Th There's a salt cleanse that you can do to clean your colon if you don't go to the colon hydrotherapist. So just looking up different ways of doing detoxification for different organs of elimination. Mm -hmm. and here, I got one doc, <laughs> one more if you don't mind. And that's to give share and give and do kind things for others every day make sure you have done a kind deed for somebody it could be online it could be a phone call it could be something in person if you're still out and about whatever that is make sure you have done something good that day for somebody else that you contributed some form of love and kindness and gratitude to the world that's huge. Yeah, no, and I'm so glad you um, ended um, your recommendations with that. I think altruism, um, you know, there's so much, I, I've been following Lynn McTaggart's work and, you know, she's been studying altruism and how, of course, you know, um, you know, doing this could make you feel good on so many levels, but she studied the science around it and how actually when you intend for another or give for another, you just create this whole um opening for more wonderful things to happen in your own life and of course not to do it for that reason but there's just that you know spiritual law um that we're um we're really wired to give and um share and you know not you know hoard and stockpile and you know um, have <laughs> scarcity and lack right you know and so i think i think it's a really good you know wonderful beautiful reminder and you know everything you've shared today in dr siegel has just um obviously been amazing but is so applicable not only to our animal friends but everything that you've said is aligned with what i see for humans too and i i love that we're so interconnected um you know with that and um no it's just such a beautiful you know beautiful conversation and dialogue and i just love knowing you and your work and um i know that you're just only going to do more amazing things um and i guess in in closing um you mentioned your detoxification centers and i know you'll keep us up to date when those are going to be launched you know the world is just on its own it, there's a whole uh timing that's happening that's beyond us right i i say with my patients all the time uh trust the timing and i'm, I'm definitely <laughs> learning how to walk you know walk that truth right now because we're not in control of you know timing but um please let us know when that launches so we can share that with our community and is there anything else that you want to share in closing i mean you've covered so much wonderful wisdom today i just want to send out a bunch of love and light to everybody know that everything really does happen for your highest and best good it really does just have that trust and faith that you may not see it right now but it is coming and if you can keep yourself in that state absolutely miraculous wonderful things will happen mm -hmm. 
Love it. Love it. Well, Dr. Siegel, how can people find out more about you and your work? You've already mentioned, you know, your email address, which is so generous, but what is the best website where people can find you? Well, my office website is pascovet.com and Pasco is P like in Paul, A, S like in Sam, C like in Cat, O. Pascovet.com is my website. The Evo Love Raw is the website for the Raw Food Company. And my emails are on both of those so people can connect. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I am on uh, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, I think most social media. And I love to connect with people. Thank you so much, Dr. Siegel. It's been a real honor chatting with you today. And thank you for sharing um, your love, your light, your wisdom. And I will make sure to put all of your information in the show notes. So thank you. Thank you, my soul sister. Look forward to talking with you again. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Dr. Siegel. Uh, please check out her website. It's pascovet.com. And then if you're looking for her raw pet food, it's evoloveraw.com. I hope you are staying healthy and well, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast.